John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. Rabbitohs defeat the Storm 28-12. What a performance by the Rabbitohs. And when you look at... Oh, fucking shut up, Matthew. Matthew, shut up. You could hear him have an orgasm from the bloody back. Jesus. Saturday night was a long night for a lot of reasons. Oh, my God. You should have seen him watching the game next to Klutzy. He's a Melbourne fan, right? Fuck, Matty was carrying on. Oh, mate. should have heard him post-game. He just kept walking around going... Who's going to beat us? Who's going to beat? Tell me who's going to beat us. Uh, and I was like, I don't know. <laughs> what a fantastic performance by the Rabbitohs. They've now got the scalps of Penrith, Broncos, Storm. Yeah. They've beaten everyone in the top six. Beaten everyone in the top six. Not only that, had arguably the hardest opening to the start of the season. On top of that, could you read out their next month of rugby league, please? Yes, one. They've done it with missing players. They're missing forwards. Missing forwards. Like every game, just about. So, <coughs> Tigers, Eels, Raiders, Titans, Dragons, bye. I mean, they could genuinely pick up four or five of those. If that was five games, if it was six, whatever. After that's Cowboys, Warriors, Dogs. So, yeah. They have... Genuinely, the best opportunity in a while to be minor premiers because their run now is relatively decent. They've got, th- is it three buys towards the end of the year? Three buys towards the end of the year. Already played Penrith and Storm twice. Yep. So, so like when you're looking at minor premierships right now, for me, Rabbitohs are the favourite. They look unbelievable. They've done every single top dog team. They towered the Broncos up. I mean, it was a dominant display against the Storm. I felt like they controlled that whole game. I didn't really feel like Storm were... I mean, they were in it, but I was not that worried for the Rabbitohs. Uh, look, as I said, this is, this is the best the Rabbitohs have looked at this time of year, in my opinion, even whilst Wayne was coach. I think they look absolutely fantastic. They're so well-rounded. They've got Isaiah Tass, who has found his feet. They've got uh, Campbell Graham, obviously career best form at the moment. Cody Walker, killing it. Latrell, killing it. Lockie Elias doing his job. Cookie, back to his best. They've got, I mean, you've got Burgess coming off the bench. That's how good your forwards are. Mm. The Rabbitohs right now, and look, the Rabbitohs are known to go up and down, so in a few weeks we could be sitting there going, <laughs> holy shit, what happened? But right now with what we've seen, that crazy start to the season where I'm sure a lot of Rabbitohs fans were sitting going, this is bullshit that our draw is so hard to start the year. But they got through it, and now it's a blessing. Guru, speak to me. I just love the way Cody Walker's playing. I know I mention him every week, and I will continue <laughs> to mention him every single week. But I am really looking forward to this origin period where Latrell will go, um, Cam Murray will go, I assume right. Damien Cook will go. I think right now Cookie's got that spot back. Yeah, I didn't think there was a hope in hell Cook could get it. Mm, mm. I think after four, my sword there, I think he will get it now. Uh, Arrow will go, as you said, and I just think Cody Walker at the moment, for the first time in a long time, it's going to be his team during that period. Mm. And I just think he he is in such good touch and he is so confident at the moment. 
And I cannot wait to see him take over this side for a month. So, and I agree with you. I, I, the whole season, I've been looking at the Sharkies as a minor premiership side because they won't lose anyone to Origin except maybe Nico. Mm. I think Souths are a really good shout. And I mentioned it to Matty the other night. Obviously, had injuries in the forwards and stuff. I reckon when Havili gets back, he makes such a difference mm. to that footy side. When he gets back and he's coming off the bench, I think Souths are genuinely the real deal this year. Yeah, I, um, I'm convinced right now that they're absolutely the real deal. Obviously, long season, mm. and and a lot can change between now and the finals push. But as I said, <coughs> even under Wayne, I don't feel at this time of the year we've seen Seas looking this complete and this ready to go. They're, I think they're ready to win a premiership right now. And when you say this complete, like like the halfback has still got so much growth in him. He's been, he's done well, but he's still got so much more growth in him. So, like, you don't even know if this is the best we've seen of them. And I think I think Latrell's been playing well, but he's got more levels to him. 100% he's got more levels. Okay. Let's just, can we just talk about that try assist? Yeah, let's talk about <laughs> it. So, Trelly Mitt, six foot four, 105 to 10 kilos. Huge, huge, bro- like, just a huge body. Gets down to dummy half. Gets up, put, goes to pass it. Realises, oh, something might be on here. Puts a grubber in that most dummy halves that practice this grubber every single day at training, hit feet, goes too long, goes too short, nails the perfect angle. And one thing that people aren't realising is he did it off his right foot. Guess what foot he is? He's left-footed. That is unheard of what we just saw from Latrell Mitchell. Do you every, like... Football that's ever played number nine saw that and just goes, you asshole. You mother, you're 100%. 100%. <laughs> Threading that needle for a full-time hooker is hard as it is. To do it after looking up dummy and going, oh, Cody Walker's running a good line here and then grubbering <laughs> it off your bad foot at that angle where one bounce straight into his hand as well. All of these little details like... And it is, it's those little things that when you say... He's not like Teddy. He's not like Turbo. He's not. But there's shit that he can do that essentially no one else can. No one else can We do. just made that about hookers. Like, the amount of time that first-grade hookers would spend practising stuff like that. Mm. And Latrell just does it off the top of his head. Off his wrong foot. Yeah. Seemingly, like, I'm not convinced he has a bad foot, but just effortlessly. Oh, just mate, What a bloody try. It's just... He scored a bloody try off his own bomb. <laughs> Crossfield kick. Crossfield kick. Just like chases, yep, bomb comes around, try time. You know, like the best thing about that kick, and yet, like you, you, you see them every few weeks, but occasionally you see a kick where you go, we couldn't have stopped that. There was nothing we could have done in that moment. That was just simply too good. Yeah, yeah, so good. Um, what do you reckon about the Rabbitohs, Timmy? Mm. So if you haven't worked it out yet, I've found a mad site that gives you like stats of where on the field they're all scored. So What's the name of that site? So get used to it. Stats Insider. Yep. Really, really cool breakdown of it. <clears throat> and I was like, when I found it the other week, I was just going back and went, oh, it's like a Bible type thing. <laughs> so I went back and looked at all the question marks I'd been having around edges and whatnot. Talking about the bunnies attacked left and right edge. Last season, unsurprisingly, 48% of their tries down the left edge, 30 on the right. This season, 37% left edge, 55% right. It's flipped on its head. And so you talk about it being a complete team and how balanced they are in attack and, and how they've got lethal attacking threats across the entire park. Well, there you go. Oh, mate. I mean, and uh, look, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but like their <coughs> back row is Cheekham and Host. Mm. 
both blokes playing out of their skin. Like, we're talking about two blokes that, if they were, like, before this year, if they went on the open market, both those guys, they may struggle to find a club. Like, that's how hard it is to get into a top 30 squad right now. And they're literally the back row right now for a team that has got to be, like, We'll watch over the next month how they go, but they've got to be close to one of the favourites for minor premiership. They've got to be. One of the best things about it as well, so I tipped the Bunnies from the start of the week, and I was like, yeah, the form they're in, why wouldn't you, even if it is Melbourne? Then I saw it, the closer it got to the week, and we're going, teams off the bye this year are mm. thriving mm. for obvious reasons. They've won just about every time, give or take, I think maybe two games who are big outsiders. So I thought, oh, a fresh storm side against the Bunnies who have been up for a, a fair while now. Like, something's got to give. Stuck by the bunny, thankfully, but to do it against a fresh storm side with majority of their players back <coughs> after having an injury hit start of the season, mm. just all the more impressive. So good. Um, and, and what's bizarre is like probably Campbell Graham's quietest game. And they still did that. They step, and we, that's what we talk about. We talk about balance. They can do it. Their superstar goes quiet. And all of a sudden, boom, they do it. It's just amazing. Damien Cook, another. Sh- I just want to give a shout out to him. At the start of the year, I, I predicted that he would have a big year because I knew how much it would sting him to have that jersey taken from him in regards to mm-hmm. origin. Obviously, he still played, but you know they took him uh, more as an impact with Api Corusau. Australia didn't get a look in. And look, I understand. I do believe still Harry Grant is the best hooker in the game, but I just knew it would sting Cook. I think right now, and it's still a little bit away, but I think you, you'd lock him in at the nine for, for origin, wouldn't you? You play him 80 minutes? With Hines on the bench, probably, probably. Just depends who you put at that fourteen role, especially with Jackie Whiten. Because like, so you're you're thinking they will go Jerome the White six? Oh, I just need to see. Like after last week, I'm thinking Hines is going to, if he keeps this form up, yes, he's going to yeah. steal that spot. You know what else? And this Matty Johns has said this. This is prior to this week. He likes Cody Walker at fourteen, and I'm starting to not mind that as well. I mean, I know that a lot of people. I don't know, like, look, did he set the world alight in Origin? No, but he, I don't. I didn't think he was that bad at all in Origin, Cody Walker. Um, this depends who that fourteen was. What, what would you go, Cookie and Appy? Would you rotate? I I want to get Hines into the side somewhere. I'm undecided whether that's six or fourteen, but I'm not sure if we can afford to go two hookers and Hines on the bench mm. against your Queensland forward pack that everyone's almost in career best form at the moment. Would you do? Yeah, I I never. I mean. Appy deserved the spot last year for sure, but I would think I was always in the camp of, even on this show, of keeping Cookie. So I'd keep Cookie. I'd be happy for him to play 80. I think he'd be fine. And I'd have Nico at six. Nico at six? Yeah. And who would your 14 be? Yeah, well, that. Or would you just go for a big, big forward pack? No, no, no. I'd pick a utility. <laughs> just going to ring Jack White for the 50th time <laughs> this month. Um, it brings him to the. If Jack's gone, Matty Burton has to come into the conversation. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Covers just about everything. What about a, a Reese Robson at 14? I know he hasn't, you know, Cowboys have struggled, but you could put him at 13 for sure, even front row, because he's got a similar build mm. to Cotter. Mm. Maybe you get that out of him. I mean, the, the, well, I was going to say, actually, the concern with... Look, I haven't entirely thought through my 1-17 to listed out at the Blues, but talking about Cookie and you know, who plays 9 if he was to go down, but... At the moment, it's the same with the Bunnies, isn't it? And if he goes down, Cam Murray goes to nine. So, Blues have got Cam Murray. It's the same yeah, thing. Yeah, fair. Fair. 
It's uh, it's yeah, the Rabbitohs are looking in the, the the type of footy that they're playing, and it's just so good to watch. What about Cam Murray coming off like just strapped up, battered <laughs> as anything? I will say if I'm if I got to be super nitpicky, the first little knock he got, and you were up by like twenty with whatever to go, I would get him off. Just just get him. Yeah, off. don't kill him. Don't yeah. Like, that's like, I liked with the with the Broncos. I always say don't. Run Haas into the ground. Yeah. Pretty sure he played a fair few less minutes because they got that big lead on the weekend. Yeah. Good. Like, yeah. you've got the win. Give him you a got break. the win, I reckon. Like, if, I, if, if there's five to go or ten to go and we're, <coughs> you know, 20 up or something, I just get him off. You can always chuck if, – if the momentum swings quickly, you can always get him yeah. back out there. Um, but it's hard. He is their captain, so maybe he overcalled it or something. I was talking to a few people across Magic Round about the Blues side and whatnot and was saying that – it's hard because you're, Isaiah Yeo has to be the third aim, especially if, if Nath Cleary is the seven. You have to go with Isaiah Yeo at third aim. But then it, Cam Murray, he's got to be there. He's an origin player. He has to be there somewhere. And we put him on the edge. And I, I think he's a much better middle than what he is, an edge player personally. And I, now someone said to me on the weekend, like, geez, I would just pick him as a bench um, middle forward. Mm. And I straight away went, no, 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 he just needs to be on the field. But fuck, the more I think about it, the more I don't mind that logic. Well, that's Mal Meninga's logic was that. Yeah. Was I'm going to put him on the bench and just bring him in through the middle for quick play the balls. And, and that's what he does best. He's the best in the game at doing it. The only thing I'd say, reverse that, it looks like Fafita's going to get that spot. Mm. And Murray did a job <laughs> on Fafita a couple of years ago. Yeah. True. Defensively so good. good. Um, so it, I think you can't go wrong either way with Murray. He's going to deliver. Always delivers an origin. I always go back to when people that origin series. I think that was <coughs> unlosable or whatever. First, like ten minutes, boom, Cam Murray Hammy. Yeah, and I think he yeah. was an under. People didn't appreciate how much how important he is to the squad. And when he did the job on Fafita, like what? I shouldn't say people go wrong with it, but they try and go high, and he just goes, "See you later, see you later." Yeah, easy setup because. Good luck going low on him as well. Yeah. That's what Cam did, eh? He yeah. went low and just chopped, chopped him, him, chopped him, chopped him. And he was always in his face as soon as he got the ball. Yeah. So he had no time to think. Um, Tom Burgess off the bench doing a great job. 155 metres, 15 runs um, in 46 minutes. Um, Isn't Demetrio, he's a real artist with his interchanges, the way that he builds his side with who he starts and who he does. But like, there's a real science to what he does. Well, I mean, the fact that Jairo isn't starting. Which normally we would sit here and go, what, what's going on? Yeah. Why isn't Arrow and Tomba just starting? But he gets that the game is broken down into little 20-minute little mm. clashes and he wins those little battles yeah. by picking the right guys at the right time. Well, it's, it's like we've spoken about quite a lot on the podcast, but it's no longer your best 13. Nope. You've got 17 players and that, you've got your best 17 and a bench player, it used to be 15 years ago, your bench players were players that weren't as good as your starters. Yeah. Now you've got players on your bench that are better sometimes, better than your starters, but it's all about timings, impact, all that kind of stuff. And I think it used to be so important to win the first 20 minutes. I still think it is. But I think that next 20 minutes is so crucial in our mm. game now. Like yeah. It's all good and well teams to go out and bash each other when everyone's fresh. But when you get past that 20-minute mark, you know, with Parramatta when they bring on Ryan Madison, you know, if we're the Blues and we can bring on Cam Murray in that period, I think it's so important. You look at Melbourne, they've been successful the last few years. Brandon Smith, when they brought him on, was so important. Change the game Just every time. Impact. When they won the comp, their bench was so crazy. Finucane, Tino, Cheese. Hines. And Hines. Didn't have right. Hines. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Rabbitohs, great stuff. Now, on to the Storm. Oh. Just 
just like the punch, just like mm. that punch that they normally have. Like, you know, a few weeks ago, we, we saw them play a really good game uh, against, oh, fuck, so many games now, I can't remember. But it was against the quality side. Storm came out. Was it Roosters? Yeah, towed up Roosters. And we're going, yep, boom. They're back. We're good to go. I'm not saying they're not back at all, but Nelson Asafa Solomona was back. Christian Walsh is back. Please let me know if they've got injuries. Maybe check their injury list. Relatively full strength at Suncorp, where they have a good record, so the Suncorp thing is not an issue. Uh, quite disappointing. Quite disappointing performance. Well, I mean, even the two tries they scored, like Raymond Smith's, was a knock-on by South Sydney. They scored off. Bronson Garlic scored for a dummy half, didn't he? Like, it's just... I never felt like they were in that game. I never felt like they were going to win that game at any point. Well, they just... It honestly just looked like Rabbitohs were playing um, finals footy and Storm were playing club yep. footy. That's what it sounded like. And I don't mean club footy is in local league. I just mean it was a big game to Rabbitohs, but Storm just... It may have been a big game to them, but it didn't seem like they were playing in a big game. And even at halftime, like... Destiny went in 12-6. I, like, I was so confident they were going to get the job done. They just controlled it yeah, the I whole game. Yeah, I had no doubt the entire time. Um, and so looking at this Storm side now, they, their spine is so good that you just cannot count this guy's this, this yeah. team out. Then you've got Nelson Osopo-Solomona, who we know what he can do. Christian Welsh, we know what he can do. But, yeah, <coughs> it is... It, they're, they're a very tough team to measure. I don't know where they stand right now. Like, for, I don't have them in my top four. I mean, I didn't have it at the start of the year either. Uh, but they are the Melbourne Storm. They are the Melbourne Storm. It's going to be an interesting few weeks. About you know, they're, they're sitting in sixth place right now. Play the Broncos on Thursday night. Oh, that's going to be a cracker. Going to be a cracker. But like, if they were to lose that one, you're looking at them sitting seventh and eighth coming into the Origin period. Mm. Never really been in that spot before. Mm. I mean, it's a must win for for Melbourne Storm. Yeah. Um, if they um, they'll get up for it. I mean, Storm always get up for Brisbane, and Brisbane usually get up. Well, Storm have a very good record against Brisbane, a very good record. Uh, but in regards to this game, <clears throat> look, it was no one's singular fault. I will say though, Xavier Coates for me just I don't know. Does Storm suit him as a club? Which is bizarre to say, but I'm just not sure of Storm haven't lost to Brisbane since 2016. Yeah, they, wow. they always get up for him. I did not know Always that. get up for him. It might be because Bellamy used to be a coach there. And Well, wasn't there know. a pretty similar record against the Bunnies going into the weekend? Yeah, against South Storm, they only lost to South like six. That was the seventh loss ever, I'm pretty sure. And never I mean, lost they lose Melbourne. So, they lose so yeah. little, like, yeah. yeah, fucking normal. I think that's a good opportunity for you guys to go into the game this week. Yeah, I know. Way. Huge opportunity. Yeah. Especially well, Kevy Walters being... <laughs> So, don't, like, when he was at the Broncos, he didn't get beaten by yeah. really anyone. And match-up-wise, it really fascinates me going into the weekend because you've said all year the question marks around. You meant the first thing off the bat in this game was just lacking the punch, lacking through the guts. Mm. And we've questioned all year their forward pack. I saw, I think I said last week, their reliance on Asafa <clears throat> Solomona. He's carrying a rib injury, ran for about 76 metres on the weekend. The match-up this week with Brisbane... Mm who have this dominant forward pack. Melbourne have these stars in their spine. Mm. But keep saying, if your pack's not rolling forward, there's not much they can do. Mm. So it's where the matchup-wise you go, all right, if the Broncos forward pack turn up and don't let them into it, they might not get a chance. So it's just a bit, Yeah, it's about high completion 
high completion rate um, and just keeping the pressure on them mm. and then using our weapons to beat them. But back to this game specifically, what, what do you guys reckon about Coates? I know I've spoken about him briefly, um, but I just, you know, he had three errors on the weekend. And he just does not have, like maybe he's struggling with injury or, but I just don't think since he's gotten down there, and I know he has struggled with injury since he's been there, but he hasn't really kicked on the way a guy like him should kick on. He is so talented, it's a joke. Yeah, and you're right. He hasn't kicked on the way that I expected him to. I, I also find that I've thought this a few times over the last... How long has he been? Is this his second or his third year there? At least, anyway. second, second, I think. Second, second, yeah. yeah. I've thought this a few times, and then he comes out and he scores two or three. Mm. But I, I, I tend to agree with you, mate. I thought that he would... Because he... Like, he was really the first big guy since Mick Crocker, essentially. Yeah, like... They'd signed, like... Absolutely. And, you know, obviously he wasn't on Crocker's level because he'd won a comp, I think, at that stage. But he's the biggest guy since Crocker, for sure. Like, he was already playing Origin, right? He'd already played Origin and done all that. So, yeah, I I thought that he would be further on in his career than what he is. I'm not sure what they'd be paying him down there in Melbourne, but... (sighs) Yeah, I'm not sure that they couldn't get what they're getting out of Coates from someone else. Mm. 13 runs, 112 metres... Two tackle breaks, but three errors. Uh, and, and look, you don't lose because of a winger. I'm just mm. more specifically talking about that. Uh, look, I thought Remus Smith, I thought he showed a bit of fight towards the end in regards to like just getting amongst it. A bit of niggle, which I think like at least shows that he's almost angry that they're losing the way they are. Uh yeah, I mean the whole team was quiet. It was it wasn't anyone specifically that I can point to and go, you know, Munster was terrible or Hughes was terrible or Grant was terrible. It just, the whole team just didn't seem like they yeah. were up for the contest. And it just, just the stop-start nature of the way their players didn't look fluid, the timing looked off. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Yeah, I don't... Which I don't, I, I don't know if that's a positive or a negative. Would you yeah. rather have X amount of things to blame it on or... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I've got no read on the Storm this because, because we know this is the Melbourne Storm. If they hadn't, you know, pulled your pants down year after year every time you doubt them, you'd be very off Melbourne. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But they do it every year. Yeah. They do it every year. Every year we say this is it. You, you know in three weeks or five weeks or eight weeks, we're going to be sitting there going, why'd we doubt them? Yeah, why'd, why'd we doubt them? So it's but. just like... But you have to call, like <laughs> I said, really disappointing performance by the Storm. Um, well, again...